Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, you'd better go get a pen. Maybe we can keep in touch. Maybe we can keep in touch. Maybe we did in the old days. Like it wasn't so long ago. It wasn't so long ago. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. I wish you well. Oh, 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 sign your pen pals. Sign your pen pals. Patrick Keenan of the Winter Sounds, Sounds. folks. You're listening to the Pen Pal Podcast. Two front names. Goble. Two front names. Two front names. Front man names. Mm -hmm. Patrick Patrick and Keenan. That's right. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us here on Pen Pals Podcast on iHeartMedia via Big Big Money Money Players. There's always a chance that someone's brand new to the show. And just in case you're, let's say you just popped in, you just clicked this episode and you wanted to see what the fuck is this show. Let me just tell you something right now. We are worth your fucking time. I know it for a goddamn fact because I've been in it. For five years. Uh, we've been five years. And you know what? If you're hearing this for the first time... You'd if you're like, hearing it for the first time, like, listen up! You'd be like, what kind of fucking idiots would go this hard at promoting their show? Well... People that know it's worth it. Yeah. It's either worth it or they're morons. We or say... morons. Or both. both. A little bit of both. A yeah. little bit of both. But we are worth your fucking time. So if you were here to listen and go, ah, this came up on my Apple thing. I'm just going to check it out. We're, it. Well, fuck it. You're here, and so are we. So fucking go through this with us and get to the end of it, and then go, I don't know. Or go, oh, my God, yeah, I love it. You want to know something? People like this show they so it. much, they go back and listen to every episode we've ever done. People that are listening to me say this right now are going, yeah, I'm one of those people. I did that. Yeah, I'm a paller. Yeah, I'm a paller. I do it. I do it. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Patroni. Like, Whoa, that's deep. That's a deep. And you'll get to, that's the thing. You'll it's get to know more about us the cult. longer don't we get to know each other. Don't worry about the cult aspect right so now. So right now, if you're like, I don't know, this guy seems desperate and beggy. I want to know, I want you to know something. We are. If you don't like that and you want to leave, no, no one's stopping right. you. Yeah, yeah. No one's stopping you're not you. You're the cult yet. You but if you're like, you know what? You I, I, I kind of want to listen to two guys that maybe give heartfelt responses that are comedic to serious and sometimes comical topics 
This is exactly what that fucking show is. Yeah. So stick around and just listen mm-hmm. to two cackling idiots mm-hmm. try to make your day a little bit better. That's our fucking yeah. goal. That's and if all you, we're trying and to do. You know what? I'll say real quick. I'll yeah. say real quick. Like you say it. If you've been listening for a long time and you love it, I don't know if you know this. Some people have been writing us in. They're like, ah, I know that you guys didn't have ads for a long time and now you do, but I just, I, I, got, I was so used to not having them. Okay. I get guess it. what? I get it. Right through the uh, Apple uh, podcast app, you can. I think it's like no, five bucks a month. Yeah, you can get five bucks a month. But not even just us, ad-free. You get all of Big Money Players. All of Big Money Players, all of their shows, ad-free. 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 And then over on the Patreon, it just stays the same. It's stays still the same. only five bucks, and that's if you want to hear follow-up five letters. Five bucks, that's follow-up letters. We're having a good time. That's so all this for is. for all you people who already love us, first of all, we love you too. It's yeah. your podcast. Yeah. We just yap about it. But let me tell you something we haven't said in a long time. If you like this show, like you are listening right now and you say, I like this show, mm-hmm. we're not here to ask you for money. We're not here to ask you no, for dude. anything no. other than one thing. There's one thing I want to ask and you to that's do. that's money. Oh, that no. is money. We want you to tell people that you like this show that's, in yeah, the chance, the ass. off chance that maybe they will listen like to this too. show. Yeah. Because the survival of this show yeah. and the quality of this show yeah. is 100% entrenched in word of mouth. We can do all the promotions all over the place. We can sell all these Mickey Mantle cards. We can we do these ads to. all yeah. over the place. But the reality is, if you like something, tell someone you like it, see if they start listening to it, and it grows our numbers. Hashtag grow the show. Yeah. Are people doing is hashtags? I don't want to. Well, the, to I don't want Shanley to have to hear this, but are hashtags done? Is I that, don't know. Grow the show. Just fucking grow the show. Yeah, Shanley, you decide. Two two great things can happen. Shanley hadn't that. written down a hashtag. And he's I don't even know if he listens to the show anymore, honestly. He wrote me a thing either. and he said, you know, go fuck yourself. I was oh, like, Shanley, well, that's negative. That's negative. And he wrote me that. And I don't know why. I don't know. Mm, we just had a falling. I'll out. find out. But you grow the show, two great things can happen. They love something, and now the second thing, you and them have another thing another in common. Another thing to talk about at the water cooler, whether you have those or not. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Yeah, You're listening we'll right to back. the Pit Pals Pod. We'll be right back. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go go to the letters! Oh, also, if you're listening for the first time and there's some things that you're like, what? I I can't figure out what's happening. You can on Friday. That's the Friday Watch Crew where all this is on YouTube. On YouTube, you can watch these episodes if you're one of those people likes to watch. Hi, pals. Hey. How do you feel about the elopement versus wedding ceremony situation? I'm very conflicted about it, just FYI. I don't have pending nuptials, and I haven't popped the question to my girlfriend. I'm just thinking ahead a bit too far. I ask because as much as I think ceremony is important to mark such a momentous occasion that hopefully bring you a lifetime of happiness, do we really need to spend a boatload of money and make the day not about us? I bet we come back to that. I cannot wait. That seems to be that seems like what happens at weddings. The bigger, more ornate one you have, the more you needed someone else's money to make it happen, and the more you spend the day that is celebrating your loving relationship with another person, making the rounds to thank everyone for coming and generally giving the day to people who aren't the two of you. If you elope, it's cheap. You probably get to go on a baller little vacation with your partner that you will never forget, and you can and you can always do a little informal thing later with relatives if they are offended they didn't get to share the day with the two of you. That's where I'm at. I'm not rich. My family isn't rich. So if we were to have a wedding, it wouldn't be a big thing. But my upper Midwest brain would still feel bad asking people to fly and spend money to be there. And I can't shake the feeling that having a wedding adds stress that I just feel and adds stress that I just feel like doesn't need to be there. Last thing. My girlfriend was married before and she didn't get a proposal or wedding. So I know it is important to her to have that experience. I could end this letter right now. Yeah. So I hope we find a middle ground when the time comes. P.S. Thank you both for being such wonderful, thoughtful, funny people. See, if you were listening to what we said up top, vouched. Yeah, vouched. Vouched. And, vouched. Ne- and this time, neither one of us wrote it. P.S. Thank you both for being such wonderful, thoughtful, funny people. I missed both of you last time you made a stop in Portland. I hope to see you both when you come back. Um, you you don't need to spend a boatload of money. You can still have the wedding. You don't need to spend a boatload of money. Should people decide? Should or could? You don't need to. But I'm saying, but should should he have it? 
Here's the thing, and I think maybe this. But I like what you're saying too. I don't want to cut off your your spending money part. No, but uh, should or could? I think that's a little bit answered when your partner maybe really does want to have a wedding. I don't think you can then go. Well, we're not going to have a wedding. I think if your partner's saying they want to have a wedding, and you go, maybe we can find a middle ground. To me, that middle ground is let's have the wedding and let's not financially kill ourselves to pull it off. And it is very. And to bring it back to my first thing, I was going into. You can do that. You can have a very affordable wedding. What you have to do is take your brain away from what everyone perceives weddings to be and the point of it and what it even is and just remind yourself that, yes, you're professing your commitment to each other through your vows and through the ceremony, but realistically, you are in bringing in, uh, you know, a lot or a little amount of people to have food and beverages and music. And what else is like that? So All right. parties. Yep. You are throwing so right, a party. I, I and a party can be $100,000. I could have taken this one off. Party and I don't it be $2,000. I say that with yeah. faith in you. So when you go... Oh, well, where do we do it? You can rent venues for very cheap. You do not have to go down the normal road. I guarantee of like, there's, some, look like? there's some bar whose party room is way bigger than they need it to be. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't know, 300 bucks. We'll give you the room. I yeah. mean, can people still come get their drinks yes. here at the bar? You go, yep. Spend, spend your money on good food. We and I'm not saying that there. that's we cheap. We differ a little there, but I'm, I don't hate it. But, don't but hate, good just, food. Don't skimp on the food. Don't skip. What you think? Skim the food? I think it goes. I think it goes. Alcohol, music, food. I think food comes before before alcohol be, or before. I, honestly, I'm not gonna say. I think food comes first because I have been to weddings that have booze and they've got music and the I guess food now was by, shitty. And you're like, oh. I guess by now with music, uh, music just means rent, so uh, rent a couple big speakers. So excessive. So I guess it does go. It bar, liquor is top. It's it's liquor, but I'll tell you this: a really quick thing. You could tell everybody, um, "Hey, uh, we were we're fine if uh, you cut down the gift a little bit. We want everybody to bring their favorite wine or liquor, and um, th- yeah, and then uh, we, you know we'll take home whatever." Then people are like, "Oh, yes. this is my favorite tequila," and we, you just you, that's the bar. Yes, I don't know. You get Smart. you can get creative. I th- that's what it, I think. I and, think people but, think but there's yes. this posh yeah. element of a wedding. And I think people go. That's what's a that's a good wedding is that pomp and circumstance and that like no that no very a good posh, wedding is love and a party. Not, that's what it's it is. a part. It's and really love. just going. This is us. So rent that gym. Rent, rent that a, a random, VFW. Rent an Elks. Yes. Rent an Elks. Yes. And you will go. Oh my God! The ambiance in here is fucking great. And you go. Yes. Everyone just wants to park their car, go in, watch the ceremony. Sure, you're making them. That they want to fucking eat, drink, and dance. Those are the three activities everyone is there for. And when you go, you're about to have the best party ever. There's the booze. There's the food. There's the, like, and when I say food, keep in mind, go food truck. Go have somebody run to McDonald's and buy a fuck ton of Big Macs. I mean, you're talking about people going, this is fuck. Like, I've been to weddings where they literally just made it work on the dollar. And you were like, this is awesome. This is fucking great. They did a taco not even a taco truck. They literally just did a taco buffet. Things that aren't going to like cost an arm and a leg in terms of the catering that you can see at these expensive events. You do not have to live in that 
world. A wedding is whatever you want it to be. It can be whatever you want for the ceremony. It can be whatever you want. None of it is based in religion anyways. You have to go register with the state and get a fucking marriage license for it to count towards the main reason of doing it is for tax fucking purposes. So you have to go do that anyways. The actual day where people are showing up Sure, you're in, you know, however you 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 do it, whatever your religion is or not a religion. You're going to do it however you do it. But there isn't any specific rule Can I see to it. Just do it. Do whatever you want. We could do a wedding in here right now if Lissa was le- like she legally is. worked for the state. Like she oh, could go, state, yeah. you could go, this is, she has signed it and it's happened. We, all we need, you and I get married. All we need is fucking two witnesses. I'm and married? then this is, it can happen in this room. Dude, I'll marry you. That's what I'm. That's why. I, that's why I wrote this fake. The letter. whole. The whole letter. Every episode. <laughs> that's why I started this and podcast and wrote first. and finally got and yeah. finally I waited for you to pick this letter. <laughs> Dude, am I crazy? Am I crazy saying? And I've never heard anybody doing this. I don't. I don't know if Liz says. I don't know if you have. Am I crazy for saying? You don't especially if it's a small town, but maybe even if it's a well, I probably big one to be harder because they're running all day. But am I crazy for saying? Ask the movie theater if you can. Rent it out no. for two hours at two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon because they don't have any showings until five or six or whatever, and you just do the ceremony. Yeah, <laughs> I love that the, idea. There's all the seats. You can do anything there's you the want. Area up front. You can it's literally as good acoustics, and you just yeah. go. If people are like you're getting married at the movie theater, yeah, we're getting at the movie theater, yes. and then down the street is where we just have a we yes. re- at the Elks Lodge. Where I can throw some tips in here. Down the street, make sure that that distance from wherever you have oh, the ceremony huge. to the reception is it's not a zero, drive zero Don't make it a or drive. super negligible just go just it's either at the place they're already at or it's next door or it's down the street See, like what that's what you want what you said when somebody's trying to do all the things and doesn't have enough money to throw at every problem you don't need to do all so the they're things. like well we could get this space because we want to do it all yeah. so we can get this space but then the place where we can do the ceremony is all the way over here but we need the thing and so maybe yeah. step back and go what if we didn't make ourselves do all these things? Yes, because we don't have the money to throw at the space next to this, yes. or this, or the ceremony next yes. to the space. So you're trying to like this side of town, and, and and people are like, all right, we're gonna Uber from there to this, and then we're gonna, you know, like yeah, yeah, you're trying to get those close together. If you have a destination wedding, keep in mind it is hard as fuck. If, if if your guests cannot understand that they do not need to bring the gift That's to the wedding, you. Do they, you, you ex- have to do you then get them to your house. If you're doing a destination, you know, you do a registry. Maybe people buy and they send it to where you live. That is convenient. But a table of gifts at your wedding, while being great, and while yeah, some of it being very expensive, you got to now ship that. So that's something to keep in mind. And also. Don't forget to hire somebody to take care of the gifts at the end of the night. You are going to be wildly distracted doing your own thing. If there's any cleanup that you need done, you got to pick a friend that you're going to throw money to and count on and go, I need you to put all of these gifts in your truck and I'll get them tomorrow. But like, we both got to handle shit like we that. We both agree uh, <clears throat> eloping versus uh, your possible fiance saying, I want a wedding is a pretty easy Pick. Oh, that's easy. Right, you got to do the way. You got to do it, but you, you don't to. have to. I spend understand, dude. The yes. middle ground is actually you going. Actually, I kind of like this. This would be fun. It will be fun. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What do you do? You and I are getting married. Okay. Okay. You and you're doing it because you know I want it. Yeah. And now you're. We are getting married, so yeah. that's happening. Got you it. proposed. Yeah. And you agree that if I want a traditional ceremony and people, I walked on the aisle, but now I want 
to find a way to do all the things and check all the boxes and have the ice sculpture and the centerpieces and the seat covers and you want to do it, not all that, how do you reconcile that? Like, is the fear that, like, I know she wants it and I want to give it to her or he wants it and no. I want to give it to him. No. But I want to do it for, on like, cheap and fun as possible. Yeah. So not, but, but by, by agreeing to give it to her, I now have to fight about the money. I don't think so. I no, think I'm saying, if, what do you do in that scenario? Oh, well, I would be feel betrayed if we said, hey, we're going to have an affordable wedding, and then halfway through that person goes, actually, I do want the ice so you're sculpture. I go, well, now you've, you you've changed who you are on the original so deal. So you're saying before you propose, you lock it down that like, no. I, that, that, that if we do get, I want a ceremony. But okay. Yeah, yeah. If we do get married, though, we agree we're going to do it on the cheap and the fun, and, yeah. and we'll have a huge bar, but it's going to be supplied by us, and we're going to yeah. pay somebody 500 bucks to yeah. do it. So you're saying you agree to that before you even propose? No. I mean, look, you're going to propose, and then you might not even get married for like a year, maybe two, maybe more. I mean, I think I think if you are proposing, then you have to go into that knowing that you are you have decided to commit your life to someone that you can easily have these conversations with. You'd hope. If yeah. you are saying will you marry me? And I know that when we go to yes. talk about this first hurdle, it's going to be insane because you want this and I want that. Then you have to go, well, have you dated long enough to build a foundation to where that would not be a difficult conversation? Like, and those are conversations you also have about having children but and, both of us and have where friends. you want to live. Both like, of us has friends and on the wedding day. We were like, this soul. I mean, looking at about two I think, years here. I think some people don't do I don't think it's because they want to. Maybe they just don't know what the work is. But if you haven't had very open, honest conversations about where you want to live, having children, growing a family, How many buying kids? a home, living in the country, living in the city, living in a state, living away from your parents or her parents. Yeah, because I think some people make the mistake of we'll talk you know, about it when those things come If you up, and I met in Chicago, it's like, well, I kind of thought we'd stay in Chicago because my family's in Rochelle. Well, I thought we'd move back to South Carolina because my family's in South Carolina. Like, If you haven't had these conversations and you're going into it knowing – also, knowing that feelings can change and things That's that you true. want you can have change. To allow for you and I have a change. kid, and then suddenly it's like, oh, but it would be great if my family, like, things change. Maybe I did say I want to live in Chicago. Maybe now I got a kid, and I go, I don't like Chicago for us as a family. Like, the, these can are. Can I say something really quick? Because my attitude is like, if you marry me, you just so you know, you're spending every Christmas in Rochelle. See, that's just some, so you know. That's something, that is something right there. That's, a, thi that's a thing right there. I'm, and I mean it. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, but my family, I, go, I understand that. But the role that I play in my family, I'm just, I'm sorry. It wouldn't, it's just not going to be Christmas in Rochelle for me or my family if I'm not there. Yeah. So then that person goes, well, every Thanksgiving we go where my family is. And I'll go, okay. And, and my family is going to have to deal with that. Yeah. And that's, you know, that this is an example of. These are the things that and we I wouldn't talk want about. that because I you also don't want to get married and then we're getting a show. I've missed two my entire life. But you know, but the point is, you don't want to get married and then find this out. Agreed. Agreed. You know, agreed. you don't want agreed. Agreed. And that's why we we come agreed. to do an agreement. You don't want to find this out after you get married. So to me, hashtag agreed. To me, the conversation about a wedding, if you know, I I don't think the giant expensive ornate weddings like those there is Let's a world something where those, that looks out of style in I've 15 been to, years i've been to those i've been to those and you can have a good time if you're like hey i was able to get some food i got some booze we hung out and you know what all the, of them can work but you know what the best you get out of people even though you're the one who fucking paid all that fucking tens of thousands of dollars uh, yeah it was nice yeah 
It was nice. And it's, do you want to spend $80,000, dollars $120,000 to have people go, that was nice. Yeah. You don't have, the reality is you break. don't have to spend that. Those weddings can be fun and great. That is not what has to happen for a wedding to be fun and great. It can be, but you don't have to have it. You can get around the music for $0. You can get kegs. You can go to Trader Joe's and get a ton of fucking red and white wine. Mm -hmm. You can How much does an go get a little cost? bit of liquor. You can Google get friend your friend you. to do it. Yeah. Who goes, well, I'm not going to charge you. I'm your fucking friend. I'm That's at the I wedding. That you can do those things and then you step back and go, oh, wait, actually this wasn't, this didn't kill us. And honestly, you don't want to step into your, your marriage with a financial burden of recouping what you just put Question together for you. And also, and I say this because you might go, well, it actually doesn't matter because traditionally the bride's parents pay for it. And I happen to be marrying into a family that likes the tradition of saying, yes, we will be the ones paying for the wedding. And if it costs $50,000, we're going to put up the money and we're going to have the wedding. You are also now at the disposal of choices that they decide to make with the money that they're spending on your wedding. So you can also spend nothing, but, you might not get to be the creative director of how it's going to go. And that depends on the personality. There's some people that go, Daniel, here's $50,000. I don't give a fuck what you do with it. Then there's people that go, Daniel, it's my $50,000. So you will be having ice sculptures. Yeah. And then Daniel goes, yes, sir, because what are you going to do? <laughs> right. I'm paying for your wedding. Right. So there's there's and we're those the type of people elements. that would rather have no money than somebody gave me fifty and tells me what to do. I, Jordan's parents are not like this at all. They would not have been like, "This is what you have to do." But Jordan and I specifically waited till we had the money to, to not be a financial ourselves. burden to anyone. To go, we have the money. We're gonna pay I've, for our own wedding. We're gonna do it the way we want to do it. I have two questions it. for you before we leave. Okay, and I want I'll give you my answer and yours, but I want to ask okay. them to. And You're then I want I have a th one thing I want. Lissa's corner. Okay, Lissa's corner on the Patreon. I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I want to hear it. You can answer this too. When you say, "Do it on the cheap, do it low," and it's okay, and, and you can say you can speak in the average. You can, and I don't want you to speak to yourself right now because you aren't. This isn't you when you got married. Yeah. How much money are you talking about? And do you on want me cheap? to go first? Do you want to go last? Because I don't want you to feel any sort of like. I don't feel I, I because I got because what but I when you spent, think of this guy doing it the way you said. Because my other question for you, if you want to yeah. save it or answer, it, is when you say spend it on money. How would you do really good food really cheap? Yeah. But I don't know what your budget is when you say like a really low budget. Just do it. Yeah. Your fucking sells money. How much money are you talking about? I think you could throw a really gr You can even go less Remember, than I have Rochelle, which is going to skew. Because Rochelle is, you can do it and that, so cheap. Well, now you got to think about the whole I mean, country. You, right. and, the, and other I know, but countries. I'm, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. I want to know yes. what I think. I want to know what you think. You can throw, this is even still high, um, but... When you think about I would say this is low. talking to him, doing it with her. You could do it amazingly for $5,000. And that's still, if you go, well, I don't even want to do it for 5000 I would go, you could still do it very well for like $2,000. The reality is you're not going to not spend money. but And, and it's going to add up quicker than yes. you think, even on the cheap. It adds and up you and I are very quick. synced up because I was going to say $3,000. But you've, you've got to go, what is your non-traditional venue? You've got to call in favors from friends. And you, you've are you going to do the ceremony like and, and the reception at the Elks Lodge? I think you do it at the you, same you, place. Right, it right. doesn't make sense to have people But move. that's how you and I can get to three. Exactly. And I think so, too. But and that's our new Elks show. Lodge, but also, Newly lads. when you say, I'm going to get a food truck, 
A food truck usually is a certain charge. Two and hours, three usually, hours. You know this. I don't know. You can get it for like two hours. But, but would usually you go it's like, oh, yeah, well, we'll make enough food that's for 150 people. You're probably inviting that or less. If you're trying to keep it on the cheap, hey, you're definitely I'd say, not like, I'm 200 people. That's I don't insane. know. I'd say if you could do it on, if you're doing it Rochelle style and I'm going to do it on somebody's farmland yes. in the summer and I got the Elks Lodge as a backup in case it rains, you might buy 100, 150 people because it's, sure. it's all going to be a party anyway. And but I'm saying that factors you, That wedding into, registry and money is going to be way higher that, than what you spent. That factors into money that you would get from a food truck. I know everything I'm saying right now is- But what's it's a food like, truck for two hours? They probably have a minimum two, right? Like you're like, hey, just for us to come out and go, it's we, we don't- You, yeah, you can't rent like, us for a half hour. We do we do a minimum two 12, hour $1,200 you can do it. Okay, wow. So we're almost half our money. But, but I mean, also you can be more. Okay. But I'm saying- um, I And I'm- and I know that no one's sitting there going, oh, yeah, I want a food truck. Oh, yeah, I want to do it at the VFW. But a good food truck is good food, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. That's when you're, you're everyone who shows up is like, fuck. Like, I they're not sitting there going, oh, wait, I wanted this elegant meal. If you're like, look, we're not serving the elegant meal. We don't have the money to do the elegant meal. Then it's like, literally, if someone walked, the ceremony just ended. You can get your cocktails. You can get your beer. And, yes, that's going to be expensive. That always is. But like I said, you do kegs. You do you. There's ways around to keep yeah, it cheaper. Because I can't do. But just if people beer are going around getting a beer and everyone's at, and someone starts walking through with trays of quarter pounders wrapped up, and so, somebody goes through with French fries, and you go, that no, our, our, our hors d'oeuvres are McDonald's. You would go. Oh, I thought it was dinner. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll take a fucking quarter pounder. Yes, I've, you would start drinking your beer, going. I, and I'm not joking. So this counts as you hitting the mark like, for There good are people that you. would sit there going, this wedding is disgusting. Those people exist. Get out of here. If I, if I was throwing that, I know most people who don't even eat McDonald's would sit there and go, this is maybe the best wedding I've ever been to. And I don't even want to eat McDonald's right now. But you go, but you are. And you're, you're sitting there going, oh, wow. And then you go, yeah. So now we're going to kick it in. We're going to start dancing. You're going to be drunk. You're going to work up another appetite. Round two. I'm curious. We got a food truck. It's outside. You just walk out there. They'll make you tacos. There's all, We got veggie tacos. We got meat. We got chicken, whatever, beef. Uh, you go out there. You can fix it up. Do the taco. And you might That's be. That's not going to kill you on the cost. Yeah. And you might be all in at this point for $1,500, $1,700. That'll cover. It might be more, but at but, the same time. But I'm time, just saying, it could, that could cover your truck and it cover your. It doesn't have to be $10,000. Do you guys, have you heard of Girl Math? Yes, no. of this course. This is guy I, math. I just what posted about we're going too low. Guy math. Yeah, girls justify lavish purchases by cutting, like explaining. I just away did this yeah. to somebody yeah. in my family. family. Somebody yeah. in my family wanted something, and they go, "It's just, you know, and maybe the, you know, they're they get uh, government assistance for stuff, you know, or whatever it is. They're they're like, uh, but even that, it's going to cost me like two hundred and eighty dollars, and I go, uh. You're using it every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So divide if we that divide that by a it's like your bed. It's like a bed. If uh -huh. we, I know, bed, couch, TV, it's refrigerator, it. it's worth oven. It. It's worth it. Washer, dryer, if you want to. You spend the money. It's worth it. Spend the money. Water pressure. Get a good shower head. Yeah. But this is. Oh, do I want this $60 shower head or I want this $10 shower head? Get the $60 shower head. Yeah. It's, this is not. You're talking about a quarter of a penny over yeah. the course of a year. Yeah. What were you this, gonna say well, you, it just keeps. It's just you're like, yeah, like three to four thousand dollars, probably all in fifteen hundred dollars. Like, well, you, in our we world, no, it goes, like no, it goes the other way. I go, all right, this sweater is one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, if I wear it ten times this year, that's fifteen bucks yeah. of time that would I spend fifteen dollars when I'm getting ready to have something I love to put on? Yeah. So basically, I'm spending fifteen dollars for this. Yeah. And actually. I probably would wear this on stage. 
So yeah. now I'm actually getting paid for this sweater. Like yeah, yeah. And now I've made that's money. I've made money math. buying this sweater. Yeah. That's girl math. Guy math is undercutting the the what, cost. Yeah, and the not factoring in yeah. the dress well, alone. Right. But yeah, but yeah. And I think we said we would get to three thousand way faster than mm-hmm. you think. But if you start out with food and liquor and you go, all right, that's three thousand. So then you say to yourself, are you willing to do $700 more for the dress? And then after that, who would let us just, who's a friend that has a bar owner? Who, who is a principal of a school that would let us use the gym? Not, like, that, not that this is the case for everybody, but the, I wouldn't factor the dress cost in. I mean, a lot of times that's the bride's family or a grandma but or someone some always like, I'm, pay, I'm buying a dress. Like, that's always oh, the thing. Gosh. I wouldn't, sure. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't otherwise, assume But that. it could be like, here's the money we have. And yes, I mean I need a dress for this wedding. Also, keep in mind if you've agreed on this one venue, and let's say it's a VFW, and let's say you know you're going to be partying it out, you might not be going into the traditional route of getting a traditional dress that's going to cost you a lot of fucking money. You might be like, well, actually, if this is the vibe, I mean, some people do a Halloween themed wedding, and it's not even fucking Halloween. I don't know if you've seen the post on Instagram, but it's uh, the um, a couple threw a Halloween party for their friends and family and decided once they arrived to let them know they're actually at their oh, wedding. Oh, that's so and cool. And then everybody there was at a wedding Dressed in up. insane costumes. And then they also wore costumes. Oh, God, And they got married. That. And they go... And they go, anyways, this is like, look, my response was exactly the way yours is. I know you're feeling the same thing. Most people that are level-headed, they don't go, well, that's a fucking gross wedding. Most people go, oh, that's a fucking cool idea. And that literally, they sit there going, yeah. So anyways, the overhead on the clothes where I got, I pulled this out of the package. It was uh, 20 bucks and hers was 30 bucks. And so uh, $50, those were our clothes. Mm -hmm. And you go, yes. And no one is sitting there of your friends and family who are fucking chill as fuck. But, oh, you you couldn't get in if you didn't wear a costume. So everyone wore a costume. Um, but everyone chill as fuck shows up and you go, you're actually at our wedding. And everyone thought they were going to a, wed- a party anyways. They all were probably in costumes going, this is the greatest fucking idea I've ever. I can't believe I'm at a wedding. Oh, did you bring a gift? No. And the couple was able to avert gift shit. And everyone afterwards could go, and you know what else? hey, you know what? We didn't even know where they're going to their wedding. Call them up. Tell them we're getting them. We're going to send them 400 bucks. We're going to get them a blender. We're going to do a thing. No one came expecting dinner. Exactly. With the two food scenarios you gave earlier, you only need one. Yes. Yes. Because no one came expecting dinner. So three, four hours in is when you have We did a meal at ours. And then halfway through dancing, we had little sliders come out on a tray. Because everyone's, you know, you're physically dancing. You're going to get hungry. A little carb, a little protein. You're drinking a lot. You're peeing a lot. Anyways, we're going to get out of here. I I just, I want to go so, so fast on this. Because we haven't talked about the elopement option. And I wanted to throw this out there. Yeah. Because if We just got hung up once she said she wanted a ceremony. Right. So if it really is about wanting a ceremony and having to like penny pinch or like worried about the cost of things, then I think everything that was said was right. There are also ways to do elopement that can be like so special and friend, like people that I know, uh, she has a high power job where she's coordinating stuff and planning stuff all the time. And the last thing she wanted to do was deal with, planning a wedding sure. and finding all the stuff and coordinating with vendors. And and then uh, you know what? Like if you're in Chicago, you just tell everybody, hey, New Year's Eve, we're going to this bar. 
that's going to be the party to celebrate that we got yeah. married. It's yeah. 30 bucks a person. All you can drink. They do that in Chicago all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. 30 bucks a person. All you can drink all night. The bar is huge. Yeah. And uh, get we're, just please get there at 7 because then we will get all the space to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, if we're there till midnight, so we're there till midnight. So they stress out, too, about people like... People, they would have been stressed out about people coming in for the wedding and all of that stuff. Yeah. They didn't want to deal with it. So they decided to elope. They went to Italy. They hired, they put all the money they would have put into uh, a wedding. Roulette. They hired a videographer who shot the most stunning video yeah. of them getting ready and elope it. Just the two of them with like someone officiating. It is the most beautiful video I've ever seen. And they came back and they told everyone what bar they were going to be at if people want to come celebrate that they got married. And that was it. Yeah, and now they that. have this like incredible video yeah. that I like. I mean, it's so dreamy. And they get to keep that forever. And they got to avoid all the stuff that really stressed them out. So there, yeah. I think there are ways to make elopement incredibly special and romantic and to not exclude your friends and family from it because everyone else gets to watch that video and see that video right. too. And no one is sitting there being, even their families weren't like, God, why did, like, I wish we could have been yeah, there. They I were mean, like, Whoa, yeah. that is so special. So I just, I wanted to throw that out there because I think that I, I don't think it's, it's it should necessarily be off the table if it's something. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot can be really special about. between two people. Just make sure it's 100% what both of you. Exactly. Want to do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Daniel, you got this. I did. You read it. I think. Okay. Um, a uh, person who said pals and PS, we don't have your name and that's okay. Uh, elope debater. We thank you for sending this in and we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Van Scoville. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back! Plugs and hugging, plugging. huggins and pluggins and huggins and pluggins, attorneys at law. Um, I have some shows at the end of November. I'm going to be in Austin and Dallas, 29th what Austin. What is this? Uh, this is going to be November uh, 15th. 15th. I think it's 15th. the 15th. This is the 15th. And uh, I'm in Austin. I'm going to be in Dallas. I'm going to be in Oklahoma City. Uh, and then that's going to be it for tour dates for the year. Go to RoryScoville.com. And if you're in Los Angeles and you're looking for a show to go to, uh, I think I have two shows. I'm going to do at a lesion uh, at some point in December, just messing around. So come on down. Daniel? December 14th, I'll be at Cap City Comedy Club. Go to yes. DanielBankerk.com and yes. be on the lookout for more Rose Gold tour dates. Um probably going to go to the Pacific Northwest and just regions I haven't been to yet. Yeah. Regions. So um, go to my website or go to social media or yeah, just let me know that you want me to come to your city. <laughs> All right. If enough people do it, I'll go. Daniel Van Kirk. Yeah. Let's go. Ooh, to our pen pals from PGH. Oh, this was handed to me. Paul Gomez Henderson, the director. Okay. That's now not going to be. You read it all out of order. Okay. But that's when I learned to bite people. You're like, where, where oh. are we at in this letter? I think this is right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Nicolas Cage, dude. We read should get him on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, we will. Could you imagine? Greetings once again, oh mighty cult leaders and the lovely Lissa. In true gaggle gal fashion, we have procrastinated writing this letter as we are literally in the car driving to see Daniel doing stand-up in our cherished hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We also wrote a letter two hours prior to seeing Rory perform in D.C. a little over a year ago, but he never came outside after the late show for us to give it to him. The crowd was kind of rowdy. We get it. That letter subject is now null and void. This brings us to the obvious subject at hand, procrastination and being late. Our mom's family is notoriously late for most family functions, which we both have inherited. We both also tend to procrastinate, which has yielded positive and negative outcomes. Our main question is, are we too optimistic with our time, or are we just rude as hell? As we try to better ourselves, what suggestions might you have so we aren't total assholes? This trait isn't something we're proud of. Uh... Is it something we're proud of? Parking now for the show. <laughs> is that right? No. It's that is all that's left. Let me see. Okay, I just that see. is that this trade isn't something we're proud of. Parking now for the show. Oh yeah, that yeah. is. Yep. Parking now for the show. We're excited. We wish you well. Love your gaggle gals, Caitlin and Christina Bordini. You can say our names. Um, are you late? You. You're not late. I 
don't like to be. Excuse me. Don't you didn't choose to do it. I know, but I want to be excused, and you have yet to do that. I feel it is not needed because you feel it's rude. Um, I am a stickler about time. I'm a stickler about punctuation, definitely for myself. If I'm going to be late, even for something I don't even care that much about, I still it gets to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I often arrive way too early for things. Um, I stupidly still believe that comedy shows started on time I and they don't too. and I still think it they and, used I, and to, I don't I go they should don't you think they used to I don't know if they ever did Do but I don't show up going they Mel- should did Meltdown going, start, oh, yeah, start on time yes I don't, did it I don't remember I don't remember it starting late I don't remember but nothing is like 8 o'clock and you know what there's also a little wiggle room like if well, I 8.07 is not the same as 8.27 look you want the, you want the truth? Literally. I'll give you if I if it's an eight o'clock show, I'll give you eight fifteen. But that's, that's in the world of entertainment. It. That's as if we much want as it I can on do. Time, that's not on time. Here's the thing. I'll say still on. If time, I got a show that starts at seven and the doors were at six and people arrived at six, I think about those people that arrived at six. So when they go, I think we're going to start around seven thirty. I go, no, we're not. We're starting at seven fifteen at the latest. They, what do you do when they give you this and they're like, oh no, what do you want to do seven twenty five? We still have. 22 people that I haven't checked in yet. Well, I if it's a show, um, one, if it's a club show, that's insane. But if it's a theater show, I go, well, I have two comics going on that's before I me. Think. I don't want them to go up to people sitting down. But that's also kind of the job. That's kind. that's just what it is. The show tonight, if we're doing a theater, the show tonight is me. And I'm not trying to be a dick or arrogant. But if people are going to come and sit down... That's just what's going to happen. Because there are some people who go, well, the show's at 8, but Rory's not going to be on stage until 8.40, exactly. so we're fine. There's no getting around it. And I, I don't like punishing the people that showed up at 6. Should they get there at 6? It's a little too early. <laughs> but those are fans who said, I'm going to get there when the doors open because I want a good seat. I want to get a beer. And so I go, I'm no different than those those people. So I want to make them happy because that's I'm similar to them. I would have also gotten here probably too early to make sure everything is going to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say, and Daniel and I kind of hinted on this, I don't think it's something that you necessarily inherit in your DNA. <laughs> if you go, look, we're always late. But nature versus nurture. Yeah. But it's, again, it's in not the DNA. Nurture, it's in the nurture space of, uh, yeah, if that's just kind of how your family has operated, then that's how... Because well, you think about it. If you're a kid... You operate... And you go, we're going to be late. Yeah. And for age four to 16, you were told, it's fine. Yes. Who cares? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, if they're mad at us, we'll just leave, right? And yeah. so you kind of get conditioned that it doesn't matter that it you're late. It doesn't matter. And it's on them if they're yes. mad at you about like, Yes. Like, now, I think that can be instilled. Yeah. Gaggle gals, I love you to death. You know that. But a little tiny F to F for me personally, <laughs> I think I think it's rude. I'm one of those people that's but the, like... the crazy thing is the gaggle gals if were you're so on time up. for my show. I I know. I think you maybe are more on time than you think. Yeah, some um, people's late is... Some people's late yeah. is two minutes. Other people's late yeah. is... Oh, sorry, I missed the movie. And I will say this. If you're late all the time, just know... You might be in a circle of friends that are talking about it. <laughs> and you maybe don't know about it. Oh, well, <laughs> no maybe about it. 
There's people, or you know about it. There's and you people make it telling it. you that the party or the yeah. dinner is a half hour sooner than it is <laughs> yeah. because they're they're you're probably getting they're lied judging to. the wind with yeah. you. They're ju- yeah, they are factoring. If I'm going to take this pitching wedge, I got to start it out to the left because that wind's going to take it 20 yards to the right. Yeah, um, big time. Yeah, I mean, look, my my uh, stepmother was not great at being ready for things it's on so time. Stressful. I, my wife can oftentimes be like, "What?" I mean. Literally just last night, we were going to something, and I had said as early as 2.40, oh, well, we know we're, we got two hours till we got to leave because we're leaving at 4.40. And then 3 o'clock came around, and I go, hour and 40 left just to, because this is how I am. We get to 4 o'clock, I, I go, and we're leaving about 40 minutes. My wife is in the shower I go into the bathroom and I go, you mean to tell me you're ready to walk out the door in nine minutes? And she goes, nine minutes? And I go, I said we're leaving at 4.40. And she goes, the water then immediately turns off. Leave her. I thought about it. She turns the water (laughs) off, gets out and starts to get ready. And so we leave about five minutes later than planned. Oh, that's pretty fast. Because she knows I go crazy. And I literally no, go. I'm credit to I, her. I know. 14 minutes. I know because she knows I go crazy. So she's like, oh, better throw this on because he's going to go crazy. I, I literally am like, I don't understand how you're getting into the shower when you're getting into the shower. I don't understand how long you're in the shower. Are you not thinking in your mind how much time do I need to get ready? For instance, when you say, when Daniel goes, Rory, we're leaving at 440. The moment that Daniel says that to the group or to just me, I immediately go, I want to uh, shave. I Mm -hmm. want to Mm -hmm. shower. I want to shit. Mm -hmm. I want to get dressed. Mm -hmm. And I know now I don't really know what I'm going to wear. So I think I'm going to start getting ready at 4 o'clock. And now here's me. This is is who I am. My brain goes... Four o'clock's probably Enough a little time. too early oh, yeah. to get ready. And then the other half of my brain goes, and with that extra time, we're going to make ourselves an old-fashioned, sit in the living room while listening to jazz, finish that drink, <laughs> li- rinse it in the sink, and walk out the door at 440. And I go, you got it, self. I high-five myself, and at 4 o'clock, because I want that celebratory moment, <laughs> at 4 o'clock, no. I'm in the shower. Rory, it's I'm in the shower deeper. at 4 o'clock. It's even deeper. I do this. You don't, A, don't want to let tomorrow Rory down because you want tomorrow Rory to have that old-fashioned yeah. and to be relaxed and feel good, yeah. ready to go out for the night. And you you are you are prioritizing the needs of future you. That's right. And I think a lot of times I do this as a real exercise. I will say to myself, do I want to let down? Or do I, maybe in a positive sense, do I want to make future me happy? Yeah. And I, when I think about it that way, I tend to do a lot more self-healthy, self-beneficial things. Yeah. Because I think of the person tomorrow who's me and what they're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, is it a, a empty tank of gas? You know, that I could have just got now, even though I'm tired, but tomorrow me is going to be so happy yeah, yeah. with, with uh, past Daniel. Yeah. And, and you're doing that. I, the amount, I think maybe it's a showtime. You and I, I, th- I think, have done a lot of times where it's I'm at the hotel or whatever, and I'm like, 
I guess I'll just go to the venue. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. It, listen, I've talked about this. I had a time where I realized to myself, what am I waiting to call an Uber for? Yeah. I might as well just go do this just go. sitting around at the airport with less stress. Right. Yeah. Because people think, oh, what is the most, what is the most, what is the most efficient time for getting to the airport and getting on? Exactly. Right. And we do that. We've done it through TSA pre-check. We do it through clear, yeah. all those things. But when I'm like flying back from Kansas city to here yeah. and I go to myself, I can get, I could probably get to the airport 55 minutes before <laughs> no. my flight and I'm fine. But if I'm gonna sit around the hotel room anyway, yeah, 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 I might as well go do it at a place yeah. that has a lot of good people watching, a restaurant, about <laughs> yeah. like just yeah. I, I don't need to leave for forty five minutes, but I as well go sit just there. Go. She, might as well just go. Lisa taught me that because she's very like I'm gonna go here early and work. Yeah, because I'm just doing this at my house anyway. Yes, yes. And there, you guys have lounges. Yes. So that's a whole other deal for you two. I also the. It's another benefit of staying in a hotel that's got a good bar lobby, like lobby bar, because... Well, we did that all at all. Exactly. Yeah. And you just go down, you have like a little drink, like, look, I'm off drinking now, so it's I, I love what I'm talking about and wish I could be doing it. But it is a benefit if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting in my room. It's like, go down and sit at the hotel or, uh, lobby bar and like kill time down there. But Because, worst case scenario, me, hey, I'm not going to make that drink. I got a call that I had to do. It ended up taking an hour. Yes. So now I, I, my drink in, time got replaced with factor in an unnecessary element of getting ready and Always. factor that in. And what go, is oh, that'll your, be 15 what minutes. What is your buffer? Right? What is your factor time in the morning versus your factor time? Like if you say we are leaving for our vacation road trip tomorrow I'm at often nine o'clock. I'm too early and I'm off, often like ready to go too early and i now know because it I'm always like takes, too early it always takes nine minutes to leave the house yes but i mean Ooh. it literally when i you know i i i know that i'm like a little too much on the early side and i work on that but you but there there's less of a problem on the early side than to be someone who's stress. like i'm always on the late side it's like that stress and anxiety and potential Serious consequences. Oh, job loss. None of that happens if you're just too fucking early. Yeah. You maybe get, like you said, I'm at the airport too early. So then maybe you're waiting and you're a little more bored you than usual. Would you rather that or over rushing home alone every fucking time? Yeah. Of course you would. You would I, rather go this. Oh, so, that airport running sweat? I know. The worst. I've experienced it too many times. And a lot of times you experience it, it's because of a connection. Because or, I get to Or an Uber. Or an Those Uber early morning... You. Oh no, you can get you can get Uber around five a.m. here, no problem. Yeah, okay. Yeah, tell uh, thanks Minneapolis. You know what? You fuck up because in your head you go in L.A. Yeah, you can. Other cities you cannot. And also, when people go, ah, we have a small airport. Guess what? Usually the small airports take fucking way longer to go through security than one a fucking TSA giant airport. Then the guy, the yes. t the guy putting the bin through, also has to run over and go look at the screen. I've never <laughs> seen a more, and this is funny because this is the opposite of what I just said. I've never seen a more inefficient airport than the fucking Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson Airport. Oh. It is so inefficient. It's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. It's so insane. I literally just went. I literally just flew home. And I have TSA pre-check. So I go through TSA pre-check. We are all standing on the other side waiting for our stuff to come down. And the person is making every bag go to extra fucking check. Almost every one of them. Was it one of those 3D scanners? It's one of those brand why. new ones. Yeah, those, those are the ultimate worst. If you go to Houston. They're usually all right. Houston pre-check, you're going to have to do this. Yeah. If you 
just did it. Yeah. So, but I'm telling you in the future past, but future Rory. Yeah, future past. Right. In future, future Rory. Yeah, yeah. If you go to the TSA pre-check, do not go to the one on the right. It's yeah. one of the new ones. I don't care if there's one person standing there and there's 12 at the old one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one person will still be standing there and yes. have to go through extra screening. Yes. Always go to the left. Literally, literally, all the bags. It was taking forever. The woman was oh, the extra. The TSA person who's doing the extra check on and them, they didn't even choose over this. it. They're putting it there. They're looking at the screen, and then they're just asking who it is and taking it. And she put mine up there. Look at the screen, and then she goes hand it to me. And I go, what was it? What like made it go off? And she goes, oh, I don't know. And I go, yeah, I uh, kind of. I think we're all thinking that that no one knows. You know why what did this it, is You know what did it to me last time? What protein bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. C four, and then and then I have one of those heated like uh, carbohydrate rice four. rice like heating pads. Yeah, and I, it was in my bag coming back. I had it in my backpack because I was gonna put it uh, on the plane. Yeah, and uh, I just took it out because I was like, I feel like the density and whatever. This, I just feel like right. So I take it out, which you also have to do with a harmonica yeah, because yeah. it looks like a mag. Okay, so I, I do that every time too when I have a harmonica with me. Okay, I know, and uh, just would, never. No. I've never. Lost all trust in someone. Wait, because you didn't know I play the harmonica? Uh, go on. Go on. Go with your thing. I don't play well. No, anyway, no, no I can picture that. <laughs> I took the rice bag thing. I took it out. My bag comes through. My crossbody bag comes through, right? And my luggage comes through. And then I look and the guy grabs the thing and walks it over. And I go, oh, it is what it looks like. And he goes, yes, I need to test it. And I still had to. Yeah. I'm like, do you think... Fine, fine, fine. I, I appreciate that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But do you think if I if I was a bad person, I would have taken it all the way out to go make sure you test this? Yeah, test it. <laughs> test it because it's bad. <laughs> Caitlin, Christina, the Bordini sisters, the gaggle gals, the gaggle gals. Um, if we ever come to town and do a live show and you're late, oh, you Ooh. we won't even let you in. I agree. Really in. I agree. We probably will. Um, <laughs> we, you're in. In fact, come on, everyone. <laughs> I backed out on every threat. Um, I love this letter. I love talking about one the idea of procrastination and what it is in general. We didn't even it's touch just on that. So stressful. This was all just late, late, not procrastination. So that's a whole oh, other can topic. I ask you really quick, that just maybe yes or, shows up in the Patreon. Just yes or no, and write us about it. We will talk more about it. Uh, if you have a like a script due yeah. or a treatment, yeah, yeah. do you wait till the last minute on that? I'm last minute on everything. So you procrastinate, but you're timely. Yes. We'll talk more about it if it gets... More, yes, more, to, more to be heard on Pit Pals with Dana If, if Borgini was a food, she wouldn't like it. That's right. Okay. Well, Aww. it's Italian, right? What Did yeah. you want to say something about eloping? No, I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to shout out Caitlin for all her work she does with us. She's so oh. helpful and great and And you best. know what? On time. And very timely. That's why, I, that's why I think she doesn't fully understand. <laughs> well, no, that's procrastination. She's doing work on time. It's her being timely. Uh, yeah, but she said she procrastinates. Well, I, I want to get a shout out. In. They came to the Pennsylvania show. The Pennsylvania show, as with others, was uh, uh, connected to, set up by Mr. Will Han Hancock in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And so much of the run that I did through October was Will Hancock connecting me with people and saying, hey, uh, I'm connecting with Daniel Van Kirk. You're you're gonna want him to come perform, Book and so many people uh, and places and connections that I made where I went to was thanks to Will Hancock because uh, he's the friend you want to have. A great guy. So he's the friend you want to have. You heard it here first on the Pimp House Pod with Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, 
Rory Van Scovel. <laughs> oh, I was almost you're, like sincerely Daniel, your pen pals, Rory Van Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.